and gentlemen, welcome aboard the Disney Skyliner at Disney's Hollywood Studios. We are on our way to Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort with connecting flights to Epcot International Gateway, Disney's Pop Century Resort, and Disney's Art of Animation Resort. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week September 12th, 2021. This is episode 150, Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Sorry we've been away for a while. We were busy, well, literally exploring the world, Walt Disney World, as it were, and we have a lot of new fresh content to bring to you from there. Experiences, dining rev reviews, food, ride attraction experiences, dealing with kids, dealing with the temperature, food, and did I mention food? Yes, lots of wonderful stuff coming up in the upcoming weeks, upcoming episodes, and uh, can't wait to bring it to you and talk about it. Plus, many other things that will be happening. Shang-Chi's coming out. We have... Oh, my goodness. What if... We we have so many things to talk about. I don't know how I'm going to do it all. But we'll figure it out. Can't wait to talk. Can't wait to bring it along. If there's anything additional you guys want to hear, you know how to reach us. DisneyMarvels at gmail.com So, without further ado, we'll be back after these brief messages from our friends and sponsors with the show. Hi Disney Marvels fans, my name's Tash and my BFF Mercedes and I make a weekly podcast dedicated to all things Disney. From music, movies and food and parks to fun weekly challenges, we discuss it all over at Chat Disney. You can find us on Instagram at Chat Disney or Twitter at Chat Disney UK. We release weekly episodes every Monday morning, which can be found on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. Bye for now. And now, on with the show. This week, we have a spectacular guest. It's a first. Someone that uh, has been talked about often has been mentioned often, has been requested often even, yet she refused to come on. So I had to bribe her with a trip to Disney World, and now she decided that she'll actually make an appearance. I am talking about none other than the brilliant, intelligent, and beautiful woman that I married, my wife, Kimberly Graken. Thank you for finally coming on the show after... Three years, 149 episodes, because this is episode 150. <laughs> Didn't really have anything to talk about till now. We had plenty to talk about <laughs> till now. So, 
We just got back. Well, it's, it's been actually uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Um, we're a little behind schedule. We're still catching up on everything. But two weeks since we uh, we walked the world. We spent eight days there and uh, did Epcot Magic Kingdom. Well, we did Magic Kingdom Studios twice. And I uh, just want to talk about the, the experience that we had. Uh, this was a trip that start we started planning... A little over a year ago. Yeah. A little we, over a year ago. Over a year. And um, thanks to the wonderful people at MEI and Mouse Fan Travel, they helped us uh, plan everything out. And uh, shout yeah, out to Jackie. Yeah, Jackie York, she's amazing. She, uh, she really helped get everything together. And uh, we... We we started off, and as I mentioned in one of my uh, pre-travel videos, uh, pre-travel episodes, with a lot of um, planning. A lot of that planning came on your behalf, dedicated to watching uh, resort reviews, resort walkthroughs. A lot of DFB. Disney Food Blog, yes. Uh, Tim Tracker. Mm -hmm. uh, all all ears. All ears. Uh, Molly. Molly on all ears. Net, and uh, coffee with Kenobi. Dan Z's walkthrough of Galaxy's Edge, so we could really get a, a good feel of what to expect. That's some of it. Not even what to expect, but kind of like what we were in for, and um, kind of kind of give us like a guide map of kind of what we wanted to see and what we wanted to do. Um, kind of make it a different trip than we had in the past um obviously food driven a little bit i think this time around we never really kind of went to disney world for food before at least i don't think we ever have i don't think like i mean we went for dining to go have different experiences but i don't think we ever went to just go say hey we have to go have this item it's the first time <laughs> that we, i think we've we've picked out snacks as a key point of trying to plan our day where yeah. you know, before it was okay we'll eat at this restaurant we haven't eaten there before we'll eat at this restaurant but now in disney over the years you know, we, we've together we've been going for over 20 years that uh they've really stepped up their food game before there wasn't as many there was options there wasn't the extensive options yeah you weren't a foodie to go to disney world you know you you weren't you went to disney world to go ride the attractions or stay at the beautiful resorts or um you know go to the water park or spend time at the pool you you went to ride the attractions and if you had a good meal you had a good meal but usually the food was for lack of better terms eh. It, it was decent. It was just to kind of fill your stomach to get on to the next ride. You weren't really looking for anything spectacular. But I really say, like, we've gone now, what, every two years for the last, over, like, so we went in 2019? No, wait, let's see, we went in 2019 mm. and then we went in 2017. Yep. And even in those four years, they have really upped their game. Um, on the food industry and getting the best food possible f out there for their guests and the variety and the variety um i mean i'm not i'm a very picky eater <laughs> um <laughs> so t for me to actually want to go to disney world to try new things it was very different 
Um, you know, I usually like to go to the same places and eat the same food because I know that, okay, I'm not going to be disappointed. Um, and this time we kind of shaked it up a little bit and found, I think, a couple new favorites. Uh, cheeseburger couple. spring rolls. <laughs> yeah. That, that, uh, that's that, all I'm that. going to say is cheeseburger, <laughs> cheeseburger spring, spring rolls, rolls in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're if you're really in the Magic Kingdom and if you're really hungry, definitely go over to Adventureland. And just as you're about ready to enter in, there is a little red cart with uh, spring rolls on it that uh, I think there's an option for cheeseburger spring rolls and like buffalo buffalo spring rolls. Yeah. Uh, we didn't try the buffalo ones, but we did try the cheeseburger ones. Um, I kind of regret now only ordering two. We probably should have ordered four because I think we split it between like three or four of us. Um, so I wish I would have now have ordered more in the hindsight. We had tried our second day to go back and eat, but we were so full from dinner that we just couldn't even... Uh, stop to even think about it apologize for the dog i guess she's, she's joining bored. in on this one too <laughs> i guess she's bored <laughs> um yeah so it it, it was I mean, that's something i have to say about the research because a number of times we saw with the, the different people that we were researching oh definitely try this definitely try this this is amazing uh these are pretty good some of the stuff that they said was amazing was amazing some of the stuff they said was a must try was um for us a little lackluster there wasn't something that yeah. we, that wasn't up to our taste and that's something to keep in mind people can make suggestions but take them as suggestions yeah. and not as uh something you must do yeah it's not like rise of resistance a must do attraction mickey and minnie's runaway runaway a must do attraction spring burger cheese rolls mm -hmm. cheeseburger cheeseburger spring rolls are fantastic we loved them but that but doesn't mean that you will. That I'm not saying that ev it's for everybody, but it is something that is worth trying. Yeah. Especially absolutely. if you like cheeseburgers. Yeah. Uh, it, it is. It is definitely something you you um, unfortunately gave it the uh, descriptor of being something like a a White Castle burger. A, a White Castle, almost like a White Castle burger with like a twist, I think. I, I know to some people that may sound delicious. Other people may not know what <laughs> yeah. we're talking Matthew about. Matthew doesn't like White Castle. I'm hamburgers. not a White Castle guy. Uh, sorry to I, I I am handing in my New Jersey card. I am not a a, He's White, not Castle a White Castle guy, burger fan. But I like them. Yeah, I, I, I thought they I, were well, really. I like White Castle, and I thought that they were. There really was good. a lot of flavor to it. Um, it was nicely done. It was well balanced, and it wasn't. Well, we, I, I, none of us got to eat a whole one, so I can't say it was overfilling, <laughs> no. but no. it was delicious. So, but that, that we, we will get around to the food. Yeah, we'll get around not, to the food probably episode. the next episode. We, we just wanted to just throw that in there. Another time, but... But the, I think we should talk about, I think what we should start off with is to stay, to talk about our stay at the Caribbean Beach. I think that's where we should start, since that's the resort that we picked to stay at. Um, we, uh... So we, we, we picked the Caribbean beach. Well, first of all, we should say we, we traveled with uh, nine people. Uh, we have five in our family. Um, my cousin Linda came with us. And then um, our friends Dave, Gwen, and their daughter Kaylin came with us. Um, and they stayed over at Pop Century. Uh, we couldn't stay in Pop Century because we are a uh, family of five. And unfortunately, anybody over four can't stay at Pop. Uh, there's just not enough uh, beds to accommodate uh, that size party. So we stayed over at the Caribbean Beach because we had the uh, 
we had the room that had the fifth sleeper that had the pull uh, down Pullman bed. Yeah. Um, so that worked out for us because then it was, you know, Matthew and I could spend in one bed and then we had our two kids in one bed and then the other one in the, in the pullout bed. Um, which they end up rotating and it, you know I think this... by the end of the night the two boys were sleeping they were both sleeping in the in the, the pull out bed together you know and they're smaller so they, they can they it's easier for yeah. them to do that it, it's um, yeah, like a child maybe under 12 uh, it, yeah it's not a full-size our, our daughter that was 15 her feet hung over it so when you get around the 13, 14, 15th age and they're kind of tall, if you're looking at that room, they probably won't fit because our daughter's about five, five foot, five, five one. foot one, five foot two, and her feet hung over the edge of it. So, yeah, so it, it's not meant for yeah. older uh, teenager type kids. It, it is for younger yeah. kids. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind. But this is something that they seem to be putting into a lot of the moderate resorts. Uh, with the new uh, redos of the rooms. Yeah. To this accommodate is... family sizes of five and over and yeah. everything. So it worked out. The only good thing is, is with our other family and friends being at Pop and us being at the Caribbean Beach is that we had the lovely Skyliner. Um, so they were on a Skyliner line. We were on the Skyliner line. So we could always just meet up at the, the Caribbean Beach Hub and then head over to uh, the studios together. Um, Epcot, well... We were um, in Aruba 52, which was, I have to say, the, probably a really great location. Uh, we had a pool right outside our room, um, literally right outside our room, yeah. which wasn't too loud. I, I really never heard the loudness from um, the pool at all. I heard more construction noise, what they were doing with the buildings. Well, they, yeah, they were doing some maintenance, they were doing some tree work. We requested, we did request a water view, which is what gave us, granted, the, yeah. the pool access. Um, you know, it's being one of the secondary pools, so it's right. not what it's not the main pool, so it's not going to get quite as much use. But I do have to say that pool get, did get used quite a quite bit. Quite a bit, yeah. I saw people at one o'clock in the morning, yeah, hanging out in there. So, but we were us being in Aruba Fifty Two, we were we were closer to the Riviera Skyliner Hub than the Caribbean uh, Caribbean Beach Hub, so uh, we would just take the three four minute walk that we had over to the Riviera uh, Skyliner hub and hop on uh, if you're going to Epcot it's a straight line right from Riviera to Epcot and it takes about 15 minutes or so to get there um, if you're gonna go to the studios then you would we would take the Riviera uh, Skyliner over to the Caribbean Beach and then we would switch and then go over to uh, the studios onto the other line and I guess pro I clocked it one day and it, even with the switch it took about approximately six seven minutes from the time we uh, we got on the Skyliner to the time that we got off at uh, studios as we learned with the Skyliner when it's moving it's great <laughs> do expect that there can be slowdowns yeah. as they they add in uh, people who need special access uh, via need to get onto the thing with either a wheelchair or ABC or a stroller or some reason that they need to add in a car so they'll slow the line down to pull one car out and pull in another gondola car that also being said, there is time. It is not an infallible <laughs> mode of transportation. If anyone reminds, remembers the Skyline ride and uh, the Skycars in the Magic Kingdom, they some do break things down. never change. <laughs> so, some, it, with the advancement of time, some technologies never yes. change. So let's just say one night in Epcot, we were stuck for about 40 minutes in the air. We had just pretty much left the Epcot station. Um, 
and it was, you know, right after fireworks. We had stayed the whole day, enjoyed a beautiful day at Epcot. Actually, the weather was great. And it was having a little bit of trouble, and we got in. All nine of us are in, in, the, um, in the Skyliner. We get right about to the Paris section where we could actually see the new Remy ride. We could see the Eiffel Tower, and the ride just stops. <laughs> and we were stuck hanging there for about a good I don't know, half hour, 40 minutes before it slowly started to uh, stroll us back to um, our our area of hotels. Um, it was it, in B mode, but... But we, the only good thing is, though, is that we did, we they did get us back safely. I mean, it was slow, but we did get safely. Uh, our other party, just so if you know what would end up happening if something like this ever happened to you... Um, since the other, our rest of our party would have to continue on to pop, obviously they weren't allowing anybody to do that. So they, uh, they, the first stop from Epcot is the Riviera uh, transfer station. So they let all of us off, and then um, our other family and friends, uh, they provided bus transportation from the Riviera back to Pop Century for them. Just so that if something ever happens to you like that in the future, do know that they have other means of ways of helping you out to get back to where you need to go. Um, all in all, it, you know, yes, was it a little scary? Was it a little upsetting? Yes, but we had heard um, the next day that somebody who was practically in line, uh, in that line, waiting to get on the Skyliner that night at Epcot, obviously once it broke down, Everybody that was standing in line for the Skyliner then had to turn and walk through the park and make their way to the bus stops. Well, we had heard that some people that were staying over at Pop had, it took almost three hours for them to get back to their hotels that night um, after walking back to the front of the park. And because uh, if you don't know, the Skyliner um, entrance and exit is in the International Gateway. So in order to obviously to get to the Disney buses, you have to walk all the way to the front of the park where... Uh, spaceship Earth is. So you'd have to walk a pretty good distance to get back to the bus stops. So add in that time it's going to take you to walk and then obviously the time you have to wait in line for a bus and obviously if Disney's not prepared for the Skyliner to break down they have to get all these buses in and I'm sure that that takes time to happen. So uh, yeah, so three hours thinking it was, you know, nine. I think the fireworks went off at nine o'clock that nine night. Yep. So you figure they didn't get back into their rooms until midnight. So that was, you know, that's a long time. So just, just, just be prepared um, that okay. anything can happen. Um, a few other notes on the Skyliner is that if you are in a Skyliner resort, so that being the Riviera, Pop, Art of Animation, Caribbean Beach, to go to the studios or to Epcot, your only way to go there is the Skyliner, mm -hmm. unless if something happens to it, then they'll run the buses. But you cannot oh, take lightning. A, uh, well, lightning, yeah. Mm -hmm. it, the, if there's some reason that the Skyliner is not running, weather conditions, technical issues, whatever, then they'll run buses for it. But otherwise, they the Skyliner is your only mode of transportation to Epcot and the studios. So that is something to keep in mind whenever you're planning your day out and just trying to figure out how you're going to get from place to place, buses will not mm -hmm. be an option. Because uh, we would stand at the, when we were picking up the bus for the Magic Kingdom, Disney Springs, they have the nice little displays there that tell you approximately when the mm -hmm. bus is coming, which we found out the approximation time was actually a lot less, uh, was the, the time that they showed us was further uh, than when the buses showed up. The buses That's actually true. showed up quicker. quicker. 
uh, but that I think also for some other reasons. But there was it said specifically for those two parks that you had to take the Skyliner. So that's something to yes. keep in mind. So hop on to the Skyliner of Doom, as we called it, by the end of our trip. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, it was just a funny nickname. It was cute. The kids loved it. Um, but yes, the Skyliner of Doom. Um, actually, you know what? It, once you're up there and if it's moving the way it should, it's actually a very, very enjoyable ride. Um, it's actually nice to look out and see things. And um, It's smooth. It's... Just yeah, relaxing. yeah. I mean, and I know everybody's like, oh, how hot. Well, we were there. It was 90 plus degrees, and I never felt overly hot in them at all. They have vents up on top, and the air does kind of go through it. Actually, they have vents up top and at the bottom. Yeah, so I, I never felt like I was, like, excruciating hot in them at all. Obviously, you have to wear masks inside, as right now, obviously, you have to wear a mask while you're inside. Um, obviously up to you if you follow that rule but I mean obviously if you're in if you happen to get in it with another family that you don't know yeah I'd probably want to keep a mask on but obviously if it's just you and your family then I you know I would think you probably could just take it down for the short ride and then once you get to the area of transfer then obviously put your mask back up yeah. August of 2021 they are uh, allowing commingling of uh, non-related groups into the the Skyliner depending on the the vast majority at one point I was coming back with the kids so there was four of us they allowed another party of two to come on so there was there was a few more uh, just to fill up capacity and just get the lines moving if you're a larger group then they may just leave it to the larger group there was times that the, just the five of us got on and yeah. they didn't add anyone the, more in well there was one time that i um i left uh, the studios early one day with just uh my my little guy and uh so it was just the two of us and we left early and both uh from the studios to the caribbean beach transfer and from them um, from the Caribbean Beach transfer to Riviera, it was just the two of us in both in both uh, Skyliners. So, because um, there was no wait, there was nobody standing in line, so we were able to go by ourselves. Um, so, I mean, like I said, it's an enjoyable ride. I would even suggest if you could, just maybe just hop on, uh, take a drink, <laughs> uh, and go just take a ride if you want. Just a nice, uh, some you know, just some nice fresh air and just to enjoy it. Um, you know, if you have some downtime and you just want to rest and relax, it's, it is a nice way to, you know, to look at things and just kind of relax. It does move pretty fast. Uh, so, um, you, I, I would think probably what I would think from the Riviera to Art of Animation, what, 10 minutes, maybe 10, 12 top minutes tops. I think the Ep with, with the transfer, uh, I, I, 10 at most. I know the Epcot from Riviera to Epcot was longer, but um, yeah, it's a little further. Distance. So if you literally, I mean, you'd have to go from Art of Animation, which is the last stop, you'd have to transfer at Caribbean and then all the way to Epcot. You know, maybe a half hour. Yeah, but it's it's worth it. You know, and obviously, um, just so guys, you know, we didn't um, take advantage of it because uh, we were always in a rush to get everywhere we went. But um, uh, just let so you know, over at the Caribbean Beach, they do have a Joffrey's uh, coffee stand there. It is down below the transfer center, so you do kind of have to exit the area that you're transferring, which I don't know if I like that idea. Because, like, you just kind of, like, if it was still on the same platform, well, I think I would have been more like, oh, let me go grab a cup of coffee. But the fact that I would have had a gone off of it to get back into a, um, a line, I don't know. Well, you know, I think that's why I never took the advantage of getting a cup of coffee is because I, I would have had to do that. Well, I think the, the reasoning behind that 
uh, is that it follows the same rules as the monorail and the buses and I don't I don't think they're encouraging or prefer that you'd rather not drink and drink on the on drink the, on and the or eat on the Skyliner just yeah. like on the buses they don't want you drinking on the buses uh, you could bring a, a drink with you but the container has to be closed you cannot really be actively yeah. drinking from it Skyliner I believe follows the same rules because they just don't want people to make a mess yeah and, or I know so, you know something happening in there but if you're but if you're actually uh, if you're staying at Caribbean Beach and uh, you're you're near um, a if your room hotel is near the actual Caribbean Beach hub please you know obviously take advantage of that Joffrey's coffee because I hear wonderful things about it I just unfortunately didn't get a chance to try it so that'll have to be the next trip <laughs> two other notes about the Skyliner quickly in my observations if you are needing to use a vehicle to get on be it a wheelchair or EVC or something like that they do have wedges to go under the wheels so you're not getting thrown about inside of it and if you unfortunately get stuck and nature calls there is a um, <laughs> method underneath one of the benches that you can use uh, to uh, help, help alleviate, alleviate that issue <laughs> so they, they have taken into a number of things into considerations and uh, so nothing to worry about there um, but as far as um, as far as the Korean beach our room was really clean um, I don't. I didn't. I didn't have a problem. I thought our room was really good. The only thing is, you know, we had issues. Uh, we didn't really have issues, but uh, you know, housekeeping is a little strange right now in COVID land. Uh, they they will only come in and make your bed if you're not in the room. Um, so there was one day that I needed a sheet clean cleaned, and it was the day that I left early with my son, and the housekeeper knocked on the door to come and change the sheets. Um, and I said, oh, you're here to change the bed. And he's like, yeah. And then he just kind of handed me a pile and closed the door and walked away. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So basically left us to change our own sheets. But I think he did. You said he mentioned that he can't change it. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, he didn't. Um, I think when you called later on, they had told you that. But um, so, I mean, we, we changed the sheets ourselves. It really wasn't a big deal. But it's just, you know, just, just be prepared. If you do need it, you have to be out of the room in order for them to do any type of housekeeping uh i know just to give you guys we had brought um, a couple extra garbage bags with us to help alleviate because disney just their garbage cans are just so small in the rooms um if you're a family of five like us we collect a lot of garbage very quickly um and it gets to be a little overwhelming so we brought garbage uh, garbage bags to kind of help alleviate some of that and then um we would either leave it in the room when they came and got it or you could always leave it outside the room for them to take um but as far as the refurbishments of caribbean beach i thought they were beautiful i loved walking in and smelling the, the coconut smell of, of of the uh when we walked into the lobby through the masks through the mask you could really smell the coconut like beachy smell of, of it um, they really, really uh, overhauled it. Um, we hadn't been at the Caribbean. We last time we stayed at the Caribbean beach, um, our daughter was probably about three or four years old. Um, last time we stayed there, there was no Riviera, and it was the, the complete around the, yeah. the lake. Now they've taken down several of the buildings. They and that's where they added the Riviera. Um, so sometimes you will see the buses actually go through the Riviera area that you the ones that you take from Caribbean Beach 
but yeah, that it's it's been many years since we stayed there, and they they did a lot of refreshing, especially of the the main entranceway. Yeah. And uh, it was really nice. The yeah. food the food court. Um, you could mobile order uh, your order before you get there, or you can um, walk up and 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 order uh, with the cast member of your food, especially if you want something. With the mobile ordering, if you want something specific with your meal, um, it's a little hard to uh, manipulate the, the mobile ordering to, to do that. Um, so my suggestion is, is if you can, if they're not, a lot of the parks are forcing you to more mobile order. Uh, whereas um, at Caribbean Beach itself, at the food court, they did not. You could just walk up. So um, if you are a picky eater and you want your burger or your sandwich or whatever it is you're ordering a certain way, uh, my advice is to just walk up to the cast member and ask them because you'll get very frustrated with the mobile app after a while. Um, but otherwise, they were, I mean, it was great. They gave us a buzzer. We walked right up. Um, oh, <laughs> another kind of queer, quirky thing is that all of the paper cups that they give you are RDIF chipped. RFD. Yep. Oh, yeah, whatever. They well, are. That, that's something Disney's been doing for a while. That's not new. I don't remember that the yeah. last time we were there. Yeah, that. They I mean, I know we have the refillable cups, but if you buy, well, like, a paper they, cups. Yeah, when they started doing that with the, the refillable rapid uh, refill cups. They put RFD, RFID chips into the paper cups as well. This way, the machines know if it's yeah, you know, it's allowed to grant access to the to do pour drinks into those cups. Yeah. Um, so that yeah. that's that's not new. It just seems to be a, um, a much more present um, by our room now. Actually, even in Building mm. 52, where at the ice machine is actually one of those Coke Dream machines where you can get a variety of soft drinks and your ice from. Um, there's no separate ice container. You just put your ice container into the uh, under the drink machine and where you'd put ice in your cup, you just press it and put ice in your bucket. Uh, and then you would also now, you can bring your, your refillable mug to the machine and it will, it will you can get your mm -hmm. beverage of choice from there. There is no vending machine next to that for snacks the snack vending machine found in the laundry room next to the vending machine for the laundry detergent <laughs> which is right next to that wonderful pool that we were we were talking about yeah so a lot of knob hidden nice things uh, you d if you don't look for it you won't find it if you spend a moment to look for it it there's a lot of options and nice things mm -hmm. around yeah and Particularly to a room that we were in, it was very convenient. And then just let so you know that you have two options for refillable mugs there currently. You have the standard Mickey Mini, uh, like Fab Five mug and all the different colors. I believe Same that one. Same one from two years ago. Same one from two years ago. So we opted not to get that one, and that one is still like I think the 1995 or whatever. There's no door. There's there's still no dining plan, so um, you'd have to pay for that now because it's not part of your dining package. And then there is a stainless steel Star Wars option uh, mug that's twenty no twenty nine ninety five or twenty nine ninety nine something like that about thirty dollars yeah and I will have to say that is for thirty bucks it's an awesome mug I had put ice and water in it uh, one night before I went to bed. And the next night I went to go refill it and there was still ice in it. <laughs> so it does hold uh, a good, uh, it does keep it cold for a very long period of time. Uh, like I said, to go 20, almost 24 hours with ice still in it. I think that's pretty impressive for, uh, <laughs> you know, almost a $40 mug. 
Um, but uh, and it's and it's and it's really and it's really cool anyway. So um, it's one of the name brand mug trivia, or it's one of those. I yeah, but which, it was really good. Um, which brand it is? Um, and it's a, if you're a Star Wars fan, it's like a must have. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I mean, as far as the Caribbean beach, I really enjoyed. Uh, I really enjoyed um, our stay there. Uh, everybody was nice. Um, didn't I mean, like I said, the food was okay. I mean, it wasn't anything spectacular, but it was you know it was regular counter service food. It's pretty good. It, it was pretty it, good. Some decent options. Uh, like most of the restaurants, food options are limited due to supply issues and staffing issues. So you don't have the the robust menus that you would typically have. Uh, yeah. yeah. At current, but the food options that you do right. have there, I found very pleasant, very good. We did not go to Sebastian's, and we did not go to uh, was the the outside the banana, the tiki cabana. Cabana, banana cabana. We did not go to. We walked by it all the time. It was but too hot. Yeah, we do. Um, they seem nice. We just didn't go there. No, it was just it was too it was too hot like to eat well, outside Sebastian's and enjoy. Inside. It's we inside, just, but actually, I did try to get reservations at one point, and they were they were booked. they were booked, but. Um, but you know, otherwise everything was great. The um, unfortunately, uh, the oh the the gift shop at the Caribbean Beach is not as big actually as the Pop Century. Uh, Pop Century's gift shop is actually quite large and spacious and offers a lot. The Caribbean Beach one, I didn't think was very big for the size of that resort. I I would have thought that there would have been a bigger accommodations. Um, but well, it, that, it's an old. It's the first modern resort. So the when they built it, they didn't have as much. Yeah. focused on gift shops as when they built Pop Century um, several years later and incorporated the gift shop almost with the uh, food court area. So uh, different times, different design. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but they have all your basic toiletries if you need yeah, them. One night our stuff. son woke up and had some type of allergic reaction and uh, the staff, actually the staff was very, very nice. We called down um, and they actually opened up the gift shop for us to get... Uh, uh, Benadryl for our son. Uh, the the manager was quite nice to you know do that for us. So um, if you do need anything, they can do that for you. Um, in so an emergency. In an emergency, obviously you know. Um, but they were very very nice and they helped us out. So, um, but otherwise, I have no complaints really about the Caribbean beach at all. I have other complaints about other issues, but not anything with the beach in, in itself. Um, but that was good. I mean, as well. The one thing we also point out from Building Fifty Two, it is a decent walk. Back oh. to the main building. Oh, um, yes. Main pool, yes. main building. Yes. So, because yeah. you have to cut across the lake, across the Middle Island. Middle Island's also where they show the nightly movies, which there's a posted schedule of uh, each night is a specific movie. Same thing happens at a number of the other resorts. You can actually see what, uh, what they're watching over at the Riviera. It's not the same movie. So, you can have you get a double feature type. Okay, who's going to get you the best movie that day? And, uh, they do offer like you could do tie dye T shirts. They also have some activities, activities for the kids. For a couple days. nights during, a couple mid afternoons during the day. Um, you know, it's it wasn't a close walk, but I always thought it was a pretty walk. Um, it was actually it was actually nice to look around and look at the scenery. So it kind of making kind of made the walk bearable. I would I would call it. I know when we used to stay at. Um, I want to call it Dixie Landings, but Port Port Orleans River um, French, uh, no, Riverside Riverside. Um, I always hated that walk because I never thought it, there was nothing outstanding to look at. This actually was very pretty to look at. Uh, we did go to the main pool one night. Um, my kids, with the setup of it, um, is very, uh, I guess it's supposed to be like Mexican, like motif type thing. Caribbean, Caribbean, Caribbean type, type of, thing. Uh, fort. Almost fort. like what you'd find in, uh, in 
Puerto Rico. Yeah, well, my kids, because of the way it looked, it looked something very out of Tatooine, so they kept calling it the Star Wars pool. Um, <laughs> so, you know, they thought it was very Tatooine-ish, but they enjoyed it. They loved going down the slides, the kids' area. Um, there is a splash pad area for the kids. There's um, two water slides, the they, splash pad area. Yeah, they really enjoyed it. So, um, you know, if you can, try to take some time to have some pool days. If you can, it was really, I mean, like, it was really... It was nice. Oh, and if you actually are at that pool, you can see the Epcot fireworks from there. Yep. You will see. So. Well, at that point, it was uh, Epcot Forever. And then if you're listening to this after October 1st, you may be able to see parts of Harmonious. Mm -hmm. Because over, off to the corner between, um, almost in line with the Skyliner is where Epcot is. And you get to see the fireworks. I got some great reflective shots of the Epcot fireworks in the the lake that's in the middle of of Caribbean Beach. So you get some fantastic picturesque shots of just either the Riviera Resort, the Caribbean Beach Resort itself, the fireworks, a lot of stuff going on there. It, it was just it's it is nice to walk around. You do have some beach areas. Obviously you can't go into the lake to go swimming because it is Florida and the reptilian life in Florida is more predominant in the water than other places but you do have the beaches they have some hammocks some uh, beach chairs that you could just sit out on take a walk on play in the sand it's it's, it's it is picturesque it's yeah, very nice it is very nice and again for an older moderate resort it is still very yeah very i mean nice. we have stayed at caribbean we've stayed at Port Orleans, uh, Riverside. Uh, I know you. I've stayed as, on the French You side. stayed on the French Quarter side. I have not. Um, we've stayed at Coronado. And we've stayed at Coronado, which is all the moderates. Mm -hmm. So we've stayed at all three. Um, I, I don't know. I, I I think with the update of the Caribbean Beach, I think if you had to do a mod, my moderate, I would have to kind of say that Caribbean Beach is my favorite now. Um, I mean. Dixie's nice. Uh, the the one thing with the French Quarter, it's small. Is that the rooms seem to be smaller? The smallest of all of them. Uh, the whatever reason on the other side, the the rooms seem to be a decent size. On the the Riverside, uh, Coronado generally will have larger rooms because it is a convention center. So for the business end, they want to do slightly larger rooms. These ones were the on the larger size twos. I don't have the numbers in front of me to be able to tell you exactly which one has the biggest ones, but this is a decent size room. Mm -hmm. We had five people in it and it was cozy, but it wasn't, we didn't feel like we were on top of no. each other. There was plenty of space for everyone to go to. There's a nice table set up on it with two chairs. Um, you have the large screen TV, smart TV that uh, hanging on the wall that you can, if you have a smart device, you can put stuff on there. They don't offer Disney Plus, but if you could get on your your phone, tablet, whatever, and project it to the screen and figure out how to do that, you can do that. Uh, oh, something else of note: Wi-Fi in the resort isn't that great. No, but it it, it it's there. It is. It's there. Uh, there are hot spots. There yeah. were some parts that I could get. I could get. I could get Wi-Fi pretty well, and our room was very very. Spotty yeah. Even with the with the cellular service, it, it was okay at times. It wasn't wasn't any, always fantastic. Uh, so that's something just to keep in mind, especially if you're trying. Especially to if do you're your, trying to get rise of resistance or, or ratatouille. Yeah, that'll be coming up. So, 
Um, but I mean, as far as, I mean, I think, you know, I mean, we can touch base more about Caribbean Beach in the, in the future, but I think as of right now, I think as my moderate, I think really what wins out for me is the Skyliner. I, I really liked that mode of transportation of, I mean, even though we got stuck on it the one night, um, I, I really liked that mode of transportation to the park. Uh, the, the eggs, the exit, uh, off of from Epcot and and the studios was very close to the entrance so you're not walking like miles and miles to get into the um, into the park um, and I just like the convenience of it I mean we were really back in our room very quickly and you know you're not standing there waiting 15-20 minutes for a bus to come and then about a, about a, another 15-20 minute bus ride back to your hotel and or having people you know sho shoved shoved into a into bus a, where yeah. a, lot of well, a lot of people in the bus uh, which I think for me was the, the biggest win-win of the, the Skyliner is I like the bus system, but if you're leaving a park at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that are trying to shove in those buses. Even now, um, the, with the social distancing reduced, they're, they're trying to get as many people as they can in those buses. And it is, is cramped. If you get a seat, great. Sometimes you don't get a seat and you're standing as the bus makes its way uh, down the roads from across property and if you've been walking all day trust me the last thing you want to be doing is Standing and trying to keep your you know body still with those turns and stuff and you get the deodorant test <laughs> yeah. Where with this on the Skyliner it's maximum capacity. I think is 10 people Yeah, and That's it. Everyone's has to be sitting and it's just a, a quick smooth ride and you're back there We looked at I don't know if it's the timing um, it was the location for whatever reason we ne besides when we had to leave Epcot we never really no. had to wait much or at all no for the Skyliner and even in, well and even that night I mean I know we got stuck on it but the because I know we bolted from the time the fireworks ended we did try to like make a mad dash to the Skyliner to, so that we didn't have to wait as long and we were pretty pretty deep in um, even, I mean, not as deep as the line got behind us, right? but we did book it pretty quickly that we didn't, but even like the people that were, we did move pretty quickly. We, we were yeah. only maybe online, maybe 10 to maybe 10 minutes. I'd say probably closer to 50, probably maybe from the point 10, that we 15, left maybe. Paris, from left, we, we left yeah. France, maybe 15 minutes from the point leaving the center of France from watching Epcot forever, made our way across the bridge down the the walkway to through the international gateway mm -hmm. um getting online and snaking the queue they did extend the queue behind us yeah to allow more people in yeah it was it was a lot it was uh, that line was deep when we because i happened to look back when uh we were getting on it i know at times it extends back down it, into france yeah it was it was pretty extensive uh line at that time so i like i said like i said i mentioned before that it took some people three three hours to get out so i can i definitely when i saw that how big deep that line was i can agree with that best practice but, tip if you, when you watch the show make sure you you are close to the exit point or at the international gateway it, you know still get yourself a good viewing point but also keep in mind that when the show is done, either you're going to spend hours shopping or you just bolt for the line. You're not going to be able to yeah. kind of meander back yep. to, to get out of the park with the Skyliner. Yep. You're going to have to. Yeah. And then for us, I mean, we had the one night, um, um, I guess we'll get into this, but, you know, we had the one night that we were at the studios and uh, we were there late and um, 
newest to hold, we didn't know that the, the shops would all close a half hour from the time of park clothing. So, you know, here we were, uh, we, we got to ride uh, Rise of Resistance a second time, um, but we did it like really late, at, like the park was like closed and we were jumping on the ride. And um, uh, so by the time we had gotten through the queue line and got back through Rise of Resistance and started to make our exit out of the park, it was 9.45ish. I guess my you know, I guess it was around 945 because it was just yeah. and all the shops were already closed to our disappointment. I would have figured old days that they would have stayed open for at least an hour after park closing. And that didn't happen. They were closed all at 930. So unfortunately, that was a little upsetting to our son uh, who had wanted something that I kept promising him. There was a few of us that actually I, I wanted to go back into the, the Star Wars Marvel shop because yeah. I, I only got to see the, the Star Wars and the, the Indiana Jones section and reminisce of why that wasn't there in the 80s when Indiana Jones was coming out and I was a kid. I would love some of those Indiana Jones PVCs or an Indiana Jones action figure. Yeah, <sighs> and unfortunately, it just seemed like, I don't know, like, it just seemed like this trip, like, everything went super fast. Even though we were there for quite some time. I just felt like from the time we entered the park to the time, like, time just flew every single well, day. Well, that was our second day at the studios and we got there later. Yeah. Our, well, we... We got there on a Monday night, checked into a resort room. That was a little bit of a complication, thanks to the, the online check-in that they, they insist that you use uh, for, for a variety of reasons. Darn dog. Yeah, so the the online check-in worked great for most people. For what whatever reason, for us, it, they didn't want to give us our room assignment until we almost got to the resort itself. Um, Kim was fighting with the the representative the cast member through the the messaging system in the my disney experience app to release our room number so we knew where we were going yeah so that took some time that was a little frustrating also something else that we found out key point of information because they don't tell you this through the online check-in if you do an in-person <laughs> check-in they're supposed to be telling you we're going to tell you because we found this out and it, it made it big difference in our our experience at the parks is that they have a new hold system when you charge items to your room or through your magic band uh, which goes to your room and yep. they will charge your card on file that they it's hold a, a, a dollar and a dollar well they will hold a hundred dollars off the bat right off the bat they put a hundred dollar hold against your account be a credit card or your bank uh, through your debit card, whatever it is, whatever you charge, decide to put on file, they automatically put $100 on hold. So that way you have a $100 spending limit, more or less. That's how they explain it. When you meet and exceed that $100, they put another $100. So if you charge $200, they're going to, they have the $100 on hold, they're going to put another $200 on hold because they always stay $100 ahead. You, so you spend $200, they have a $300 hold against your card. They also hold a dollar for dollar amount now as well. So you, you've charged the $100, you purchase something for $100, they hold an additional $100. So they are really holding $200 because there's the $100 initial hold and then there's the $100 of purchase amount. When you purchase something, that hold does not come off. And this is what the representatives from Disney told us those holds will drop from your account 
three to, to ten, ten, days ten days after your checkout. For us, luckily, some of this stuff We still dropped. have some falling off yeah. of our account now. So For us, luckily, some of them dropped off while we were there. Some of those smaller ones. But in general, be prepared when you're purchasing. It's actually better for you to use your card directly than your magic band because of the, the way the hold system yeah. works now because it will lock up yeah. your financial yeah. So stuff, like especially we had, if you're planning dollar for dollar of your yeah. trip. I mean, if you're going to buy something for 20 bucks, probably not a big deal. But we had one night, char we had put our, our Tusker House breakfast uh, on our magic band at one point um, uh, just to kind of like, just really just to kind of like make things go a little faster and move and move on. And um it was a $200 uh, breakfast, and so therefore $400 was being held on my account. Um, and that kind of really messed us up a little bit because um, I had already had, um, all in all, we had charged about $800 in total on our Magic Bands uh, from, from, you know, lunch options, some purchases and stuff like that. So that $800 turned into $1,600. Um, so $800 worth of purchases, $800 worth of holes on my credit card. Um, and we don't have a very high credit limit. So unfortunately, when I went to go use my credit card for something incidental that was like, I don't know, $20, $30, uh, it got declined because it was now well over my credit limit. Yeah. And needless to say, I went back to Disney and you know, like you're interrupting my vacation because you're holding $800 of my money that, um, you know. You don't need to hold because they That you don't need to hold money. because you already claimed it. Um, so just, just know, um, I mean, they were very gracious, uh, everybody at the Caribbean beach, all the managers there, they really, um, they worked with us. They helped, they helped get us, um, some of the holds off for us just so that we could, uh, get through the rest of our trip to the best um, of their ability, best of their ability. Cause they, the resort itself has no very, very limited control, especially if they take the, the drop, the card from your, your magic band, from your account, however, it either maxes out or. It's told that you know it, it's it's kind of they can't be used. So at that point, they the resort loses any control. They have some control before that. They lose any yeah. control if the car comes off your your account. Back office has to handle that, and they don't budge for anything. anything. No, they the were resort very, was as graceful yeah, and overly helpful. <laughs> I, I would say that they, they want above, definitely want above, above and, and beyond, beyond yeah. uh, in helping us try to sort this situation yeah. through. And we had, we had um, I kind of had knew about this prior. I didn't know the extent of it. Um, so we had actually planned to, we bought um, a lot of Disney gift cards uh, to offset this. Now, my plan was, we had, like I said, we did use our Magic Bands a couple times, but my plan was to go down to the front desk and um, give them my gift card and pay off our balance with our gift card. Well, the one night we didn't get back until much later than I anticipated and we couldn't get down back down to hand in the gift card and of course then they charged my credit card and then this is what happened. Um, so unfortunately then it was like, and unfortunately it's not like you can like return it and they could give you the money back. Uh, once it's charged, it's charged. Um, so, um, it's not like, you know, like a sweater where you could say, okay, I'm going to return it and they give you the credit back. When it's something like this, it's not something that they can return. But even if you do pay, there's still a hold against your card. Too. Correct. Even if you, yeah. Cause, um, I had, I guess after like day two or day three, I had gone down to the, um, 
and paid oh because they pay i think they charge your account every other day yes so i had gone down i think on our day two or day three or whatever day it was um because i knew i had charged um i think about a hundred dollars or so 120 dollars i put on the card uh for a couple things that we bought at like quick quick service meals and stuff like that um so i went down with the gift card to pay it off so that it wasn't sitting there and um that holds that was part of the eight hundred dollars that I charged and that eight hundred that 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 hundred and twenty dollars that I paid off in a gift card was still sitting hold on my credit card. So um just know that that this this is happening. So my our advice to you is like I said if you you're gonna you know obviously if you're gonna go get a cheeseburger spring roll and spend the eight dollars or twelve dollars whatever it is to get it it then it's not gonna hurt your bank then don't worry about it. Um but if you're going to purchase something of significant amount like your dinner uh, reservation or uh, a heavy big purchase use your credit card or cash or gift card whatever it is so that if you don't have at Victor, Victor and Albert, uh, uh, Victoria and Alberts <laughs> use cash use your credit card yeah. <laughs> don't they, charge it to your magic band <laughs> don't, don't use your magic band if you can help it yeah so just 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 for a word of a wise just so that you know obviously we can share with you with our experience um, you know like I said everybody at the Caribbean Beach was wonderful they did try to help us out um, to give us the best experience that we could uh because obviously we had some funds we ha we had a gift card but it was you know we still had money left on our gift card of course but it, it we ended up did having to cancel a couple reservations that we had planned because of uh the significant holds on our account so uh it did spoil the trip a little bit but i mean not to the point that it ruined it but it did make it a little like okay now what <laughs> um, but in the end everything worked itself out it worked we itself out we still time. had a great time it, it, it didn't, and it, it, and it was a, and it was a learning time, experience. Yeah. So now we can tell you guys about it so that you guys know uh, what to do in the future. Because like I said, if you do the preferred method of check-in, which is through the mobile app, you're not really informed about it. And you may or may not get informed about it if you do an in-person check-in. So right. just to right. let you know. This is the policy going forward, but they're not being completely upfront about it yeah. sometimes. So. But otherwise, uh, on otherwise. to, uh, I guess, what our first day was at the Magic Kingdom. First day, Magic Kingdom. Uh, got there relatively early. Yeah, yeah, we got there relatively early, um, and we got uh, we got wonderfully greeted by all the Disney princesses. They all they all came up on the uh, train station uh, up the, top there. Yeah, inside of the, the train station facing down Main Street, you got a slew of princesses and some fairies that are um, greeting people, waving. Yeah, you know, it's the new social distancing, um, the, the uh, spontaneous character moments where you'll find characters doing stuff throughout the parks. I actually enjoyed it. I think it's actually better than yeah. the, the meet and greets. I, I do. I actually, I mean, all right, yes, you're not hugging the character. You're not getting their autograph. You're, you're not, not getting, getting the one-on-one one -on -one photo, photo like app. you were. But... I don't know. Like I thought we saw more characters. I think than I we saw more would. characters than we ever did, and and like like I know we're talking about the Magic Kingdom, but that one that one day when we were in the Epcot, and I was walking out of the bathroom and just see Pooh Bear um, over by where uh, Imagination uh, the Imagination yeah. Pavilion is, and and Pooh's out there watering the lawn with a watering can. I mean, a real life watering can actually pouring water out of it. I was like, you know what? That's brilliant. Because it was just like, you got to see him, like, and he had a watering can and a butterfly net. So he was pretending he was catching butterflies or bees or whatever the heck he was catching. And um, 
and he was watering the flowers and it was like you know what like to get an interactive shot like that that was i think sometimes in a way in a way you get to see the characters the way they are and i think that 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 was actually um the kids thought it was great so i i actually kind of like that i did like the spontaneous cavalcades i know that they're looking to get rid of some of that um well they got rid of the princess one in epcot, epcot that we saw yeah. was the we saw one of the last ones yeah uh if you but, followed follow us on the facebook group and i was going when and see some of the live videos i was doing from there um you got to see Winnie the pooh a couple hours later joy was there yeah. So we got yeah. to, you know, I got to see Joy. I, I haven't seen Joy before because the only place to see her was in Inventions, where you get online and you wait for a while. But now yeah, you get to see these characters that I haven't gotten to really see before. Again, you can't get the autographs. You can't get the direct one-to-one -one interactive picture like you were able to before. But you get to experience so many more characters. And yeah. they, they are doing... And in credit to Disney, these characters are doing the best that they can to interact with the guests that are on the either side, on the end of a railing, um, down well, like below. Chip and Dale, like they were up um, over in Frontierland, and Frontierland, and um, they were up on top of uh, where Country Bear Jamboree is, like just uh, on the, that just little walkway, little just right before. Yeah, yeah. it's the crossover. And uh, we were up there, and everybody was talking to them, and. Um, I don't know. I think Callan and I were like, t we're like, we were going back and forth saying, "Oh, I love Dale," and um, and, he, and then Chip got all upset and and walked away like he was all hurt. And it was cute. It was cute. It was kind of, um, you know, they were interacting with guests, even though that they were above and high, they were still listening to what we were saying and still interacting with us and having you know fun moments and stuff like that. So um, I know we got to see. Um, Oh, what's the guy from Country Bear? He was up there too. Well, we saw three or four of the Country yeah. Bears themselves. Um, uh, Big Al was up there. Big Al, Liverlips McGraw, yeah. Teddy, uh, yeah. a few other ones, I think. Uh, and were, then we were got up there. And then we got to see a couple of cavalcades. We got to see Tinkerbell a couple of times. Uh, we did get to see the princesses. We got to see the Mickey and Minnie and uh, Donald, Daisy, and Pluto. Uh, so we, we again we we saw just spontaneous spontaneous and. You have to cut, and some of the times you have to keep an eye out for them because you could just walk by and not see them, especially if they're higher up mm -hmm. or in a little bit of a corner. Well, the good thing about the Magic Kingdom though is that music started. Well, for <laughs> so the, you knew something for was coming. For the cavalcades <laughs> that were portraying down the street, yes, you yeah. listen for the music, you know something's coming. You know but something's coming. Chip and Dale and the Country Bears were just mm. hanging out on the rooftop. You right. don't get a musical cue so, for right. that. So if you so weren't watching, you just you, have you'd to miss be observing. Yeah. And this reminds me of years ago going to the parks when I was a little boy in the 80s and the characters would just pop up out of places and everyone kind of come around get pictures and you just interact with the characters willy-nilly on the street they weren't at a assigned time at this location there'll be this character for you know this long and yeah like stitch we saw stitch and buzz over on the tomorrowland stage at stitch's old at, uh, theater yeah so i mean it was i mean like i said you did get to see more characters more often um, you know, as far as our day, our first day at Magic Kingdom, um, you know, I mean, it wasn't really all that crowded. Um, we were able to take advantage of um, a, we, we purchased a picture package. Uh, we, we purchased the memory maker, but we also picture, we also purchased an extra uh, picture, uh, picture package. It was $50 um, and you get a half hour session with a cast member. Um, and I think you can do this at all four parks. 
Uh, I, We've we done this before at, at the Grand. We Floridian. did it at the Grand Floridian many, many, many years ago. But you could do, but you could now you could do it at the Grand Floor, but you could also do it at all four parks. Yeah. Um, we chose to do it at the Magic Kingdom, um, and so we had the cast member for about a half hour, and he just took shots of us in different locations around the castle, uh, with the partner statue um, over at the terrace by over by, um, uh, by almost by the, the Tomorrowland walkway. Um, just in a couple Where different random spots. spots are. Yeah, yeah we, we, he asked if there was anything specific we wanted. And then, you know, I, I particularly said I wanted the partner statue. Of course, we wanted something up close with the castle. And he said anything that he suggested. And he suggested some really great spots that we would have never thought of. And, uh, uh, it, yeah, and it was really great. I mean, unfortunately, at the time that we took the pictures, it was was like around 11, 15, 11, 30 in the morning. Park wasn't very crowded. The area around the castle wasn't too crowded either, but the sun was out and it was blaringly hot. So unfortunately you, you were, you were dying sweating while you were taking the pictures. But, um, uh, and, and, and actually, and it was kind of cool because actually while we were taking the pictures, a cavalcade went by. So, uh, he had, the photographer had taken some really great shots of, from like behind us, of us waving at the characters with the characters in the pictures. So um, not only did we get like, you know, obviously standard, you know, picture shots of, you know, us and our family and stuff, but we actually got some candid shots of us waving to the characters and then waving back. So um, it was kind of a cool, it was kind of a cool, it was yeah, a cool thing. Our photographer Ryan uh, was brilliant in, you know, taking, seizing moments of spontaneity and just setting things up and taking pictures either that we didn't think about or in ways that we wouldn't have thought of, of uh, setting up a picture. And th they all came out great. Yeah, and I mean, and like I said, he spent the full half hour with us. Whatever pictures we wanted, he took. Um, and like I said, we paid, we paid, I paid $50 for it. So, um, if you know, if you're going down there with your family and you want something memorable, um, I would definitely recommend it. Um, obviously I wanted to do it because, you know, obviously we, the, the castle was already set up and decorated for the 50th. Um, so I wanted to take advantage of that. Um, so, I mean, it was really, really a nice thing. Um, but before that, we, we did get to try, we did go there early enough to go for breakfast and we went to, um, Sleepy Hollow. Yes. Um, and we got to try the uh, fruit, fruit waffles and... Um, uh, the giant Mickey, they have giant Mickey waffles there. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. Did you get the one with the Nutella? I got the one with the, you got it without the Nutella. I got it without got the Nutella. You got the, it with the Nutella. I got the Nutella. fruit waffle yeah. with the Nutella, which was delicious. Yeah, it was really good. Um, our boys didn't like it. They didn't expect, the, they didn't did, expect the they, waffles to be they crunchy. They got the giant Mickey waffles. <laughs> they didn't care for them as much because they were extra crunchy. And they're used to, you know, pancakes and French toast that yeah, isn't super crunchy. Or some pancakes that aren't. These were more on the crunchier side. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed the but, fruit. The fruit was fresh and delicious. Yeah, for the fruit, the fruit waffle is not a Mickey waffle. It is a traditional, not so much, it's a thinner waffle. It's not a Belgian waffle. Uh, but it's it's a larger waffle folded in half. And they, they coat it with the... Uh, Powdered sugar and whipped cream. They coat it with the Nutella... Uh, not the Nutella, I apologize, because that, that would be using name brands. It is the hazelnut spread <laughs> with yeah. fruit on top and a whipped, uh, creamy whipped topping. Yeah, it was good. That uh, they, they put on top. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was it was really a little good. messy to eat. Bring baby wipes. <laughs> yes. But it... Uh, yeah, it, it was... It was 
It was. Let's it just wasn't say heavy. Let's say the boys that, that didn't eat it, they, they, their 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 waffles. Their got waffles eaten. did not go wasted. <laughs> they did not go wasted. No food went no, no, to no, waste. No food went to waste. So this, it was really good. I mean, it was the first time that we actually ever ate there. Yeah. So um, and obviously this was something that was suggested to us by DFB. So we were like, okay, let's try it. And we had gotten there early enough that we tried it. So I enjoyed it, and I would definitely do it again. Yeah, I, I would go I there would def- again. I would definitely. I don't do know it again. about our kids, but you know, <laughs> the, the two boys, you know. I don't know. Our teenager. Well, maybe absolutely. when they grow up, maybe they'll finally like it. You know, but, but I definitely enjoyed it. We would like it. I, I would definitely do that again. Yeah, uh, I, and it I, wasn't that expensive. I think know. for the five of us, I think I only paid like thirty something dollars. Uh, for all five of us, for uh, and well, maybe it was like forty, and because I think that was with drinks, but we did get some. We drinks. did get some drinks, but um, you know, I really wasn't. Nothing special. It, it wasn't. It, I. It wasn't like the sixty, seventy bucks that you would think it would, a normal quick service would be. So, yeah. uh, it was, but it was good. So that was that. We started off the morning there, and um, and then from there we obviously went and we um, we went straight to Haunted Mansion. Yeah, we did. We went right on Haunted Mansion. We walked on Haunted Mansion. Practically. Yeah, it said yeah. twenty minute wait. The line just kept moving, and we just got right on we it. Got it right on it. Um, and then, and then from there, we went into. I think, we, did we? Another special moment that I, I want to point out here is that my uh, my daughter and I we know of the the um, legend of the wedding ring being you know that it's kind of one of those hidden little trinkets part of the story that's it, it's embedded in the ground. We wanted to see it because we haven't seen it before. Well, in the queue line, you really how it was set up that day you didn't go buy it um you didn't see it so when we walked out i asked one of the cast members well where is it exactly um he said well it's further back here they allowed us to actually go walk ahead um they pointed out where the ring was and then we we walked out we didn't get you know sneak onto the ride or anything but they they granted us they were nice enough to grant us that access to be able to to point out the little trinkets and the little uh hidden gems of the the attraction uh, by request and you know it's not something that you know you go to some of these other places they tell you well no you just have to get back online and catch it another day maybe at Disney if you get a cast member on a bad day they will do that they'll say that but again this is Disney I, that's part of the magic and the cast members yeah. are definitely part of the magic they allowed that to happen yeah. uh, so that again shout out to the cast members over at the Haunted Mansion yeah, they were. It was that was that was good. And our son is absolutely uh, actually his his magic band was uh, was Haunted Mansion, uh, so that was uh, a really big deal that we re- we rode that ride first because that was the one that he had waited so long to get onto. Um, Only ride he ever he wanted to do at Disney the whole time. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Haunted right Mansion. Haunted Mansion. So that was the first ride we hit. Um, and then we did the pictures, and then we just started to hit the rides, and and you know what? Like we really didn't wait too too long. Small World, um, we got on. Yeah. Uh, well, no, we didn't do Small World that day. We did it That's the second right. that day. That was the next day. That, we did teacups. We did teacups. Yep, we did teacups, and um, we went and did uh, fill her magic. Uh, you know what? I think that was the first time I think I've ever rode the teacups there. Um, I haven't ridden them in. Maybe thirty years. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, we did Philharmonic. What else did we do? Uh, we did the Little Mermaid that day. Uh, yeah. Oh, did and then we went to Gaston's, <laughs> and we and we tried the gray stuff. Yeah, the gray um, stuff and Le Fuse brew. And Le Fuse brew. It was interesting. Um, I wouldn't know how to describe it except for the way that's on the board that it's a marshmallow apple coconut frozen thing frozen <laughs> concoction. Yeah, um, it gave brain freeze, so please be please be aware of that. Um, you can't serve too too quickly. Yeah, use the straw; it helps prevent the brain freeze. If you drink, try drinking without it, 
you, you take one sip and it, it's it, gonna uh, it's gonna hit you it's gonna haunt you yeah um it's a strange taste i i will have to say. i i did try it twice because uh, when we went back to the Magic Kingdom, I did have it again because I was really hot and I needed something to cool me down. It does. It's but refreshing. It, it is does refreshing. Cool it does refresh, but it is a very interesting taste. So I could definitely see. And it you, is on the sweeter side. Yes, it is on the sweeter side. So it, it, you would be. It would be like a take it or leave it. Um, we, <laughs> so <laughs> we have a long story history of the gray stuff as as our first as our tr as our trip four years ago with or two years no four years ago four with years our ago. daughter with our daughter. We went to be our guest for lunch, and we got the gray stuff as our dessert option. And, uh, so and if you don't know, the gray stuff is basically, it's a chocolate cupcake with a gray uh, top icing, which is uh, a, a, you can find the it's like ingredients. A it's, it's a mousse. It's a mousse. Uh, coconut cream, uh, not coconut cream, no, I not apologize. Coconut. Um, cookies and cream. Cookies and cream mousse. Mousse type of So it's a thicker, uh, it's a Thicker. It's not an icing. No, it's not icing because it's not as sweet as icing. No, um, it's definitely more of a mousse. Um, but it, so, so we, you know, we well, get. I think to, they use pudding. Maybe I don't know, but it, 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 whatever it is, it's good. So, so we we go to be our guest for for lunch, or uh, and um, you know we get through our lunch and then we go to our dessert. Lo and behold, our daughter has eaten the whole cupcake. Um. And uh, so she's eaten the whole cupcake, and therefore none of us got to try the gray stuff. And obviously at that time, Be Our Guest was counter service, so it's not, uh, and the way that you want to order counter service, it's not like you could just walk back up and order another one. Because it's not a traditional counter service. It's not service. a traditional counter service. So we could not order another one, so we never got to try it. So for the last four years, we have tortured her with this gray stuff uh, cupcake thing that like well we wouldn't know because we didn't get a chance to try it try the gray stuff it's delicious don't believe us ask our daughter ask our daughter because uh, we never got to try it so um, because she lo and hold belonged on it was all hers and didn't realize that it was going to have to be split five ways but anyway finally we get to Gaston's we get to try it uh, worth the wait it was definitely worth the wait I loved it uh, I did think that the cupcake part of it the chocolate was a little rich I don't like chocolate cupcakes, but this was okay. It was a little richer than I like, but I mean, it was soft. It was moist. It was moist. The it icing was, was just unbelievable. Um, it I, is, you know, it's, it's a chocolate cupcake. It's a chocolate it cupcake. is a moister chocolate cupcake. Uh, I, I didn't, you know, it didn't blow me away. It didn't turn me off. I'm Again, I'm not a chocolate person either. Chocolate cupcakes are not my first go-to, like some people. But it was good. It was, I was good. good. It, it was good. It, um, I wish, you know, now Heinz thinking that I wish we probably could have gotten one cinnamon roll just to try it because I hear some people say that they're like bricks and then I hear some people that they're like really good. Yeah, it probably depends on when you get them. Yeah, I, I probably if they come right out of the oven, they're probably really good. Um, so that'll have to be something we try the next time. Um, but we didn't get a chance to try that. But I will say if, if you really, really want to try a good cupcake definitely try the gray stuff um you don't have to go to be our guest uh and spend the oodles amount of money that it is to go there um to get this cupcake so go over to castons um even if you want to just go and it's a hot day you can go in sit down nice and enjoy quiet, it's a nice quiet little place and like cool off break. cool off there's a bathroom right next to it that you can get to uh to kind of cool off and get some break away from the sun um so definitely try it. Like I said, uh, love to hear your comments about the uh, Lafou's Bue, brew, whatever you call brew. it. It was, because it, it was definitely something interesting. Um, you know, like I didn't hate it, I didn't love it, but it was definitely interesting, but it definitely cooled us down. So that was, it, it, it was good. But, um, you know, 
I, I try it again. Oh, absolutely, I'd go there. I try it again. Uh, uh, it's it's a nice break in the day. Yeah. The rest of the day, we just kind of went on attractions. Again, wasn't that busy as far as crowds. Not that it was empty, but it, it was manageable. And uh, it was we, cool. We got to see um, some of the characters hanging out on top of the. Yeah, Liberty, Frontier. Liberty Square, Frontierland. Frontierland. They had the Country Bears hanging out, out above the Country Bear Jamboree. Mm -hmm. We saw Chippendale in their Western outfits on the, the pet one pass through to uh, Adventureland. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. it is there. So yep. you, you had a. Uh, again, I, I liked the characters being outside and just randomly. Throughout the throughout the area, I just not felt not like standing in line to just get an autograph and take a picture. Spots. Yeah, I thought they were more interactive. Like I know we were yelling at Chip and Dale, saying like, you know, Dale, you're the best. And then Chip got it got upset and he kind of ran away. And it kind of made it more fun and, and a little bit more interactive than, you know, just standing in line and and they do like just a smile wave and that's it. You know, the only place, okay next the only place I'd say that didn't happen. Though the characters were set that way, where you just randomly you saw them in in specific spots, but from a distance, was at Galaxy's Edge, where they were much more kind of static and in character, and not interactive. They just stood there. They did wave, but they they weren't. I didn't really they, go over in that section, so you would have you would know more about yeah, that. Yeah, they didn't. I saw them just much. standing there, but I just didn't. They, you know. Yeah, they weren't interacting as much as the other characters were. I don't know, is because of the type of characters, the location, what it was. Uh, it, it was much more staged. Yeah, yeah, I will it, it say was, that it was much more staged and just kind of they were there, more of a photo op than it was a an experience. Mm -hmm. Where the other ones were more of an experience where. Like, I said, like you were just saying, Chip and Dale were interacting with you, as Chip and Dale do, but this was just, you know, free and about. The, mm -hmm. the Country Bears kind of interacted with you. Uh, who else? Winnie the Pooh, Joy, mm -hmm. as we saw them in, in Epcot, interacted with you. Uh, I forget who else we, we saw, but in, in general, they, they were more interactive than, um, but that's an aside. From there, we also had uh, we had dinner that night at Liberty Tree Tavern. Uh, no longer the character meal from years ago, but still very, very good. We will touch on that in a, in a food review episode because it deserves... Liberty Tree Tavern pretty much deserves its own episode. <laughs> um, we, we the only had, thing we did not eat in the Liberty Tree Tavern, we ate at the Horseshoe... Diamond Horseshoe, Diamond Horseshoe. at Horseshoe. this time that they are conjoined. They share the same back of house. It's the same kitchen between the two restaurants. And uh, just for social distancing reason, typically Liberty Tree Tavern, you are pretty much stacked on top of mm -hmm. each other and, and throughout the different rooms. And there was six of us, so yeah. um, at that, you know, that night. That night, there was six. So there were six of us. So they, I guess for the bigger table, they, they put us there uh, yeah. to accommodate. It seems like some of the larger groups are yeah. over in the Diamond Horseshoe. They walk the you over into a Diamond. Service was any, any less. Um, just in some ways, it was a nicer atmosphere because you had the player piano. 
And it was actually, and they actually said it was actually quite, very, actually got quite cold in there by the time we had gotten dessert. Um, That I went from, like, we went from sweating our butts off to, like, freezing our butts off. You were freezing. I was quite comfortable. (laughs) It it is a very, they have very effective air conditioning in the Diamond Horseshoe (laughs) Review. Just as an aside, um, if you need to cool off, duck in there and you'll you'll cool off fairly quickly. (laughs) Um, it's been years since I've been inside the Diamond Horseshoe mm-hmm. Review. Uh, it's not something that I, I usually get to anymore. But but we'll give you the teaser. That pretty much we like the food so much that we we end up going back a couple days later for another another uh, evening at uh, Liberty Tree. It was so good. To make sure the quality um, was yeah. effective <laughs> and that they they could keep up that kind of quality. We had to try two different nights uh, during that try <laughs> uh, that that trip. And again, spoiler alert. It was very good. But, you know, and then we ended our day there and we... Yeah, that was that was the end of day one. Headed back to the resort, just kind of relaxed a little bit. Did we do anything at the resort that night? I don't think so. No. I mean, it was late already and I think we, we knew we had... We knew we had Epcot coming, so I think we just kind of went back to the room and uh, got we ourselves... We kind of crashed. <laughs> yeah, next night... Next day was Epcot. Uh, took the Skyliner over. Nice ride. It nice and airy, nice and just fun. You come in through the International Gateway, which is the back end of the park, as I mentioned earlier. And um, yeah, we kind of rope dropped Epcot, which is I think one of the first times we've ever we've done that. Mm-hmm. Or I might have even done that. Uh, and especially rope dropping it from the International Gateway. Usually, if we're there early, we would go in, you know, the begin the front of the well, front of yeah. the park and and walk in where Spaceship Earth is. But uh, to actually walk in uh, in the International Gateway was a first, uh, I think, for me. I think uh, it was. I've never it, gone into the International. Yeah, Gateway I mean, I know, you know, I don't even think we've ever even left. <laughs> well, no, maybe once we had maybe had head over to something to Boardwalk or something like that. But I don't know. We've, no, we've, never we've always walked we, it. we've. I don't, as far as I, we've walked by the International Gateway, I've never gone through the International Gateway, and uh, so that was a that was a first. And it's nice since you are, a you know, it's more limited resorts. Granted, there's seven resorts that can go through there, but you're not getting, you don't get the huge crowd because everyone else is coming through the main entrance. You don't get the huge crowd coming into Epcot. If there was a huge crowd coming to Epcot that day, we would never know. We got in fairly quickly. Yeah, we did. We uh, got in very quickly. And, and then we just jumped right into a shop. We got some 50th anniversary pins. Food um, and wine pins. Not the 50. We got food and wine. Mm-hmm. Some food and wine merch. It's food and wine pins. No, I grabbed the 50th there, too. Oh, you got the, that's where you got the 50th? Yeah, that's where I grabbed the, the 50th. The pre-50th pin. Um, and then I, yeah, we grabbed some food and wine pins, and then we also got the kids the, so while food and wine is going on, they are having a kid challenge of, um, find Remy. (laughs) So, um, they give you this, it was $10 and it's a plastic card. Um, and then on the back of it is a whole bunch of stickers of different, um, pictures with Remy on, uh, with Remy on it. And you had to go to all the different spots areas of the countries or even just some of the food and wine food and wine kiosks and you'd find little statues of remy up on top of the buildings um and usually 
they were very, some of them were a little closer than others, but some of the statues kind of look like the stickers somewhat. Um, and there, then you matched it up. The cast members weren't even sure which sticker was supposed to go to the. Uh, well, there was the like statue. that one that was just so close. Like it was one that looked like. Well, now a knowing. No, see now I think it was a it was a mozzarella. ball of ball of mozzarella, and then the other ones were the onions. It could have been. It's so up to interpretation. And food and wine, something that we will get more into on probably next, next episode. episode. Um, but because, yeah, it again, was. It would take a whole episode to talk <laughs> food and wine, which, spoiler alert, was delicious. Yeah, it was. Um, but in hindsight, we got we walked around, we did the Remy, uh, we were able to uh, jump on um, soaring twice, soaring twice while we were there, which was fantastic. I um, mean, we had run, we had seen uh, the new the new one uh, since it has changed uh, in our last. Um, our last trip two years ago Sailing around the world but um, but it was really cool it, we actually were able to take uh, all of our kids on it this time so uh, to see the little one actually get so excited that he wanted to do it again uh, was exciting that he actually loved it that much so we got to do Soren twice like I said and we, and we and it's not even like we've you know we're able to use our disability pass we actually just walked right on it twice um, and then we had, uh, we did have lunch over in Living with the Land, which was somewhat, oh, I thought it was okay. I mean, I think I just got the regular pizza. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was, you know, cardboard pizza, the, but it I wasn't too bad. I got the stir fry. I got the stir fry, and that was, that was actually pretty good. I think it was, a, it was a chicken stir fry. So I'd, I'd have to check my notes. Yeah, I think it was a stir fry that you got, but um, that, you know, that was, it was all right. I was, was it was good. I mean, was good. it was good. Um, it was just something to just kind of get something in our stomachs so that we could get on. And I mean, I think we walked out of there and big note, big note to keep in mind now. In pretty much all of Disney World, this started in Animal Kingdom in '98, but this is now spread across the parks and expanded. There are no lids. <laughs> Or straws available. <laughs> you, they have straws. They're they have just the paper, paper straws. <laughs> you so yeah, no lids to go on top of your cups. But strangely enough, there was lids at our hotel. Yes, but not not in not but at not the parks. actually at the parks. And we don't we didn't resort hop too much, so we I couldn't speak for other resorts. Um, but that's true. But, our, but there was lids at our hotel. And I maybe it's because you're carrying it outside and taking, you know, walking back to your room I, to make it, I guess, it can more, a little bit more convenient. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was no lids while you're in the park. But uh, at the Caribbean Beach, um, at the at their quick service counters, there was there was lids. And those wonderful, dissolvable at first I At first I thought it was just for, like, the kids' cups, but then I realized it fit all cups. Um so you know, but Epcot was really, really good. I mean, I I loved food and wine. I really did. We I I loved it. Um, I'm still a little mad at myself, but you know, <laughs> we missed the cheese crawl well, by we'll one. Get into, we'll get into that. But uh, uh, but otherwise, everything we did was good. Uh, you know, I love um, Test Track. You know, I, I had forgot. I had forgotten. I knew obviously the ride of Test Track, but I had forgotten about that whole make your own car oh, the, in the beginning the interactive cue part yeah yes. so when you're actually sitting there making your your car and designing your car i'd forgotten all about that um because we hadn't done test track in, in actually 
quite a few years because the kids weren't, um, the boys weren't big enough, big enough to, to, to ride it. So we hadn't been able to go on it. Last, so I, time we, last time we did, they still had that, they had the interactive park. So that's, that's yeah, but it had been quite a while, and I had, yeah. didn't remember it. So I thought that was fun. We had a, we had a fun time with that. It was that was a lot of yelling and screaming of this, that, whatever. Um, so that was cool. That was cool. It was that was a really that was a cool ride. I think the boys enjoyed that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they they loved that. Got to see the the giant monstrosity that will be Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Um, so that. Yeah, you know, that that's that's still there, still taking shape, still in the process. Yeah. Uh, as far as the, the walls play, are still up. <laughs> yeah, the play pavilion couldn't tell you what's going on in there. Uh, in the old wonders of life building, um, space two twenty should be opening Probably any day now. Whenever this episode September drops, September twentieth. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, it, I still, I'm still waiting to see. I'm dying to see a menu <clears throat> for that. Um, they still have not released uh, a menu. Well, it's, it's the Rainforest people. So it, it's going to be... I still think it's going to be a little different. It, well, it, it, it will be different because they, they do keep it to kind of along the lines of whatever they kind of fits their theming. No, we'll see. Um, we'll see. So Hopefully it, it, in the next couple days. It'll be different, but I think it'll be good. I think you'll, you'll definitely get some dried ice cream. Dehydrated <laughs> ice cream. Probably. Uh, otherwise, but, uh, otherwise, I mean, Epcot was great. It wasn't too. It really wasn't crowded at all. Um, I happened. I think I happened to see why we were there. That obviously the biggest line was for Frozen. Yeah, um, and we actually and we actually time. caught it at a good time because I know when we walked into it, it wasn't too bad. But then by the time we got out, the line was down to China. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it was. We, we caught it at a really, really good time. And then we got to see Elsa and Anna. We got to um, see Elsa and Anna. Anna. And again, they were very interactive. They were they were great with the girls. Mm -hmm. um, the girls in our party, between a teenager and a 10-year-old, and also a um, just, just the girls in general or the kids in general that would go up to them. And Elsa was nice and a little more reserved, which, again, fits Her Elsa, the character. Anna was bubbly and carrying on and... and, and talking to whoever and just again really great magical moments that having the characters do this versus waiting for them in a room and you get just a quick photo and kind of a, a move along type of situation because they're trying to push you along yeah because of the the huge line that's behind you i think this worked out nicer and, and you you stand on one side of the fence and Anna and Elsa are on the other side of the fences, and they still pose, and you still get a nice picture with them. You're not getting the autograph, but I think it led for a nicer experience, mm -hmm. in my mind, than mm -hmm. than what the, um, the character main greets had have become. So I I I think this is a good thing, and yeah. I, I would love to see this continue forward. Now, since we've been there. They used to have the Princess Cavalcade. They would all come around on a... Was it a horse-drawn carriage? It was a horse-drawn carriage. It was carriage. a horse-drawn carriage um, around the the International Loop. And um, that, now that was cool. That. that They stopped that actually while we were there. Yeah. Uh, not the, it was we like did two get days to see after it, that, But we got to see it. And again, that was nice. I've seen all the princesses just drive by and waving to everybody. It was great. It was great. It's all the whole Kids bunch of even, even, even the boys loved it, you know? So, I mean... It was really, it was great. It was great. But um, 
you know, then we, I think after Norway, just kind of, we just kind of free walked, um, all the way over. I know we stopped at America and then we stopped, uh, stopped at China. We stopped at the American, uh, American pavilion, sat down there for a little bit. And then we stopped, what's, what was after that, that we stopped, maybe Germany or well, something well, like Germany's that? Germany's before, the, but yeah. It we, was one of the little kiosks we stopped after that. Then we made our way over to France. Wow. Well, if you have to go to France. My opinion is probably you have to now, if you're coming off the International Gateway, go right. <laughs> Don't go left first and go to Canada. Go left first. Or no, go go right first because that line was unbelievable. And I'm sure now with Remy and the new creperie, the bakery and everything, it, the lines are, were just outrageously long. Um, you eat a salad at the creperie. That, that sounds kind of like a, a weird backwards thing. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I did see the menu, but it looks good. Actually, I really would like to try the Ratatouille crepe. <laughs> I, I've heard that it's quite interesting. Um, I've, I've gotten some reviews from um, Len Testa. He, he, he gave a little review on that. Um, yeah, I know that you, get, you think you have a choice. I think if you, if you buy the trio, it's $33, and you can get a super salad, and then I think they give you, like, your lunch crepe. And I think there's, like, seven six, seven or eight choices. And then you get your dessert crepe. Yeah, his guess is that they, those prices will not last long when they realize how the value of what you get to that price is. Especially that some of the stuff is, I think, if I'm getting the, the, the direction right, cheaper inside the restaurant than it is outside in the pavilion. Like some of the drinks, mm. um, so the, the pricing right now is this. Take advantage of it if you're there because it, it, chances are it will be going up shortly because um, it, it's kind of uh, too good of a value. But uh, yeah, France leads a, a, a lightning pass or fast pass for, for yeah. its kiosks. Well, yeah, because the well, the 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 food even, and, even the Matt food from and... Love of the Mouse was saying that you know the. What, he doesn't know what they're giving away there because it is so crowded. The food and wine booth kiosk. So Which it's uh, it's across ones. and it's across from the pavilion. So it's on the other side. Um, it's near more towards the lake. And so I it's went closer towards the lake and towards the international gateway. Right. So when I went in the back when I first saw it, I was like, oh, okay, that's not too bad. But then I go and I walk around to actually get on. And no, it's literally wrapped and it was like in a circle round and round and I'm like okay that's at least an hour wait so I was like well forget that obviously we went inside um inside the bakery to try to see if I could because I know Callan had wanted some um, macarons um and even that it was very very deep it was at least a good 45 minute to an hour wait um and I couldn't even I there wasn't even very many pastries left in the case so I was kind of worried that if I did wait for that long, what would I have had to choose from by the time I got up there? Because um, obviously at, you know, 8.45 at night or 8.30 at night, you know, they're not making anything brand new at that point. So um, we had decided just to get off the line because I just kind of figured, okay, we're going to be stuck with something that we probably don't want. So, uh, so my advice is if you get there, if you really want to go to France, Go um, early. Go early. <laughs> go there first. And obviously, um, with Ratatouille now going to be opening up, uh, if you're if you're on a queue point. line, and if you're there, or if you if you do have a uh, 
you know, if your virtual comes up early, then definitely get there early. Get your crepes, get, you know, go in line, get your bakery, get your whatever it is that you want, get it early. <laughs> because that line, those lines were really, really long. Um, and in the end, uh, unfortunately, we I wanted to see Epcot forever, so I didn't want to stand in the line and miss it. So I'm glad we, we finally got to see Epcot forever. But you know what? I was not impressed. Well, and this is version 2.0 versus the original one with the kites. That's been the general theming, but also keep in mind Epcot Forever is a temporary show. It's a show. temporary show, and I get that. I it mean, I is... guess I'm just so used to Illuminations and and everything that that was, and then this was, I don't know, I felt like it was Between a half... Illuminations, I felt like it was, it was like perfect. a half-fast thing just to throw something together, and... But I mean, what, that's what it is. I know, but people it, complain. Well, this looks like it's something that was just thrown together overnight. Yes, it is something that was just yeah, thrown together it, overnight. Yeah, it definitely looked like it. So, I mean, I was very disappointed that I like. I well, I guess I was a disappointed because I really wanted to go into the. I really wanted to go to the food well, and wine booth, and I gave it up. Your disappointment was because you didn't get <laughs> macarons and crepes, and your your cheese cheese donut. No, I well, I you wanted the, the no, donut. I wanted the cheese in the bread bowl. And yeah, I well, didn't the cheese donut bread bowl thing. thing. I didn't get it because I wanted to watch the fireworks, and then I was very upset that the fireworks were half fast when I should have just stood online. But anyway, that's but, okay. Well, I'm sure harmonious. I'm sure because my, my expectations were so low for this show, I actually enjoyed it. Oh well, I, I was happy that there was fireworks. I don't know. I gave I gave up I gave up cheese for 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 half fast fireworks. Not not only that, got to end up seeing them a few times throughout our trip through because the because the Caribbean beach was so close to Epcot. Where we stayed at the Caribbean beach is that we had the fireworks almost every night. Exactly. The laser the bizarre red lasers. Whether we heard the booms from our rooms or we actually saw them going off, we heard them almost every night. Unless we were actually at the park, which... But I think even if we were... Even the one night that we were in um, the studios, I think I still heard them. Yeah, but. well, it's not that far. But if if you're staying in the Caribbean, and it's around the time Epcot Forever is going to be happening, go down to around near the main pool area and, and watch over the lake. Because you get this beautiful reflection. Mm -hmm. So you get the fireworks over the back of the buildings. And then you get the reflection of it in the lake. And it is it is a very serene and beautiful... Or jump on the Skyliner. Or jump on the Skyliner and you know, it, it, it will float along and possibly get you stuck there. And you could really watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Skyliner would do. Well, particularly at night for whatever yes. reason. Yes. The, but that aside, uh, yep. Yeah, so we finished up. Saw the show, scooped up everybody and booked it back to the Skyliner. We already gave you that story about what happened there. Yeah. Uh, and then from the, well, that and that was that night. Didn't end on the best note with the Skyliner, but well, it all got, in but all, all in all, the, Disney got us back to our hotel safe and sound. I didn't have to walk back through the park uh, to wait hours for buses to get us home. Three hours later, with whining, uh, whining children. So, in the end, I'm grateful for the 40 minutes. Um, not that I liked hanging there for a good 20 of it, but I'm glad that we at least got back safely. Um, we did breakfast in the hotel room that day. Uh, yes. We yes, only we did. bought, as far as do a sit-down meal, we did that in, in the Land Pavilion in uh, Seasons um, 
And then otherwise, we just pretty much ate our way around Epcot, which I think worked out brilliantly. Yeah, and I and just a heads up, what I ended up doing was I bought a, um, I did buy a gift card um, with $100 on it uh, prior to us going, and that's what we used for food and wine, and it pretty much covered everything. I didn't have to, I think there was only one towards the end, um that I had to actually take some extra money out. But it pretty much got us through the whole thing. I think that was the The one that had the griddled cheese. The grease. Yeah. Yeah, that one I ended up having to... I ran out of money once we got to there. But, yeah. But all in all, I got through almost the whole park with only with you know buying little things here and there on that hundred dollars, so I guess if you and know that hundred dollars for this was for the five of us was for the five of us, yeah, exactly. So I mean, but you know, so but in hindsight, now I probably know that I probably should probably up it to like one fifty, um, because we didn't get to do really all of everything because we did we did pass Canada on our way and then we stopped at Poutine. But um, if I would have got it was too because it was too early in the morning. Well, the, uh, for, they, they, cause they don't open when the park opens. They open uh, an hour to an hour later. An hour later. So we got in at ten, and the kiosks didn't open till around eleven. Mm-hmm. So um, by the time we had we had already p- walked past Canada. Well, not Canada, but we, we walked past we walked a few, past a pa- few of them before Canada, they were opened. England and uh, Ireland. Yeah, we did go back to Canada so we could have the poutine, but um, but I didn't. We I did miss the margarita. Oh, I, I, I walked, you know, I, I walked past everything. I, te- I, you guys walked the loop once. I clocked it and I walked the loop twice. <laughs> I think you did. I think you did. <laughs> I think you did. Was, but it was cool. Yeah. But we'll have we'll have, we'll do a full review on yeah. on the on the things that we did get to try, or even if we didn't try it, we did definitely look at it. So um, we'll go over that in the next episode. Um, I guess the next day was next studios. Day studios. 7 a.m. <laughs> 7 a.m. Set our alarms 6:50 something. Uh, jumped on the phones and we're able to get our virtual pass for Rise of the Resistance for that morning. Uh, I, I you said that it's about the time that they suggested. I think we actually got called a little earlier than the time suggested. No, it was exactly. You think you say it was exactly. All right. Either way. We got cold pretty early. Uh, we had an early morning group. Yeah, 10.30. So we got to the studios pretty much as they opened, a little after. Mm, maybe a few minutes. Yeah, by, not by, by I mean, we didn't miss rope drop by much. No. Uh, no. We, 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 well, we went in, we got in. We had, we had, well, remember when we got Rise of Resistance, it didn't put all of us in, in the party. So yeah, we, had to we did have fixed. to get that fixed, which they fixed it for us. So if you do end up having that situation where you're a bigger party... And for some unknown, or just in general, your your party, not everyone gets linked to the to my the magical experience. Queue. So if not everybody gets you know in, you could just find a cast member and um, yeah, guest services. At guest services of the park, and they can add the rest of the people to your party. It's not like they're going to kick them out or anything. So it you just say it's a glitchy issue, and they will go ahead and they will they will take care of that. Because they know it's technology. It's wonderful when it works, but otherwise we know. Yeah. So don't worry about that. But then we, I think we headed over and we we um, we went on Muppets first. Yep, Muppet um, Vision 3D, right out of the bat. Right out of the bat. Beautiful, loved it as always. Um, we Great also time. did it to kind of cool off, just for the walk to get there. 
uh, for some unknown reason, I don't know what, I, it, I, that park was just extremely hot. I don't ever remember it being that hot, but it was hot. I mean, I, I understand it's August, I get that, but it just was extremely hot. Um, Shout out to Rick for Muppet Vision as well. But Still yeah, we, beautiful film. Yeah, so we, we did we did Muppets 3D. The kids loved it. And then we literally walked off that ride and walked right onto Rise. the first time I've ever gone to Muppet Vision and not gone into the Muppet store. I don't think it was opened, to be honest with you. Because when we walked by it, I didn't see anything inside it. I didn't notice. I, I just know we did not go into it if it was well, it, well, I didn't. Well, I didn't see it opened, but not to mention I didn't go in it. But we left so quickly because we were heading to. Because like it was time. Like it was. Uh, we got Once that boarding call. The Muppets was. We got our boarding call to go right as soon as Muppets were done. So we hightailed it because also Muppets is right by. Of the two entrances to Galaxy's Edge, there's the one by Muppet Vision, which you take you you swing left from. The Chinese theater past ABC commissary you have Star Tours you have Muppet Vision you have all those right there and then you have the entrance to Galaxy's Edge which is through a um, a berm and it, there's a story behind the that opening kind of more of a portal the other entrance is back up and around Toy Story which is if you go right from the the theater through the animation courtyard, past the where Little Mermaid used to be, um, and then hook through Pixar Place, Toy Story Land, and that will bring you into Galaxy's Edge at that way. Your best bet for effect and just for the experience is to go through the one near Muppets. Because it, it completely it's like walking through the train station at the Magic Kingdom so you know what's ahead of you you kind of have an idea but it's the theatrical entrance so you, you kind of as you come up to the train station you don't see anything and then you you walk through you kind of start seeing stuff and then there you are on Main Street and the ground changes, the, the atmosphere is, yeah, changes. Everything changes, the music. And it's 10 degrees hotter. <laughs> I swear to God, it was 10 degrees hotter than it, back Again, there, the than it was Again, the problem with people in California designing stuff for Florida. <laughs> reflective, reflective uh, flooring. Not enough shade. Not enough shade. It was, it was hot. It is brutal, and a lot of people hung out in that tunnelway. And it's, a, it's actually a decent tunnelway. It I is actually a it, decent tunnel. It's a yeah. good... 30, 40 feet. Yeah, it was um, a pretty good. It was a pretty good. And it's well tunnel. shaded. But it, it is a nice transition. They should have fans in there. <laughs> I was just. I, I think the air passed through on that was actually pretty bad. Cause it, it, good, because it, 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 it's still cool enough. Um, listen to our friend Dan Z over at Coffee with Kenobi. He'll be able to tell you more about the, the story of everything. But the detail. You, know, you, you got the transition, the pathways, the paving. You have. The walls are laser blasted. You can see the marks of the lasers. You see the uh, tread marks from the, the machinery. The, uh, the theming starts in there and it really brings in you into the, the world that you run into on the other side of there. Um, Rise of Resistance is immediately on your left from there. The Coca-Cola cart is immediately on your right, which will only be found 
here in Florida that's not in Disneyland from my understanding with the the red droid you have the A-wing there you have the X-wing as well the X-wing which was used in I believe that one was used in the Mandalorian you have uh, so all that is right there as soon as you enter into uh, Batu, which is Galaxy's Edge uh, the little shops there you have a nice photo pass right in, uh, photographer usually set up right in front of the X-wing which was great so we got on Rise of Resistance we were fortunate enough during this trip to go on it twice yeah uh, first time it was a mix of groups You're, you had people that were into Star Wars you had people just into Star Wars you had people somewhat into Star Wars and then people that didn't care anything about Star Wars we all walked off that ride no matter what your your love of Star Wars was saying that how impressed and how amazing mm -hmm. that attraction is and I, and I don't want to spoil it because it is too fantastic uh, between the the visual effects the uh, theming it's 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 probably like the one of the best rides I've ever been on um, I, and this isn't a, so much of a spoiler because you know this he's it's in all the promotional pictures you know it's out there at one point when you're on a star destroyer uh hangar with a legion of stormtroopers in front of you and you see out into space and i was thinking in my head before getting there they're going to cheap out if anywhere it's going to be the ceiling you'll just you're not going to really get much theming in the ceiling it's just going to be the walls the floor and and that'll be it even the ceiling is themed to be a hangar <laughs> I mean, they really spared no. No, and they the attraction cool. itself is like what, almost like a thirty-five-minute attraction because um, the different well, multiple on, things that you yeah, walk depending through. Depending on where you started, there's multiple waypoints. But I mean, even the queue line from, was impressive. If you go from the the pre-show, because that's what that first part is, is right? The pre yeah, that the pre-show, the, and then the next like, part, and then it, it gets you into the. It, it is a even the pre-show is a, a a experience and I can almost figure out how they do it I can't fully figure out how they do it no and I, it's, and it's I just impressive I don't want to no it's just the whole, the whole the whole the whole ride was just wow like you you you're you're you literally feel you you kind of lose the fact I think that you're in a ride. You actually kind of feel that you're really in Star Wars and you're part of the resistance. Like it's just it was that good. I mean, I, we I, all walked uh, off that ride like so I I don't know. I had tears in my eyes at some point because it was that good. I walked off the ride screaming and clapping like that was like the best thing I've ever ridden. And I'm trying to and, take I mean, in all I know, the visual effects that are going on around you and but the unfortunate part is it moves fast. It does. It does move fast. So, There's a lot of things going on at once. So that's why I was glad we did it twice. Because yeah. there was things that I saw the second time that I didn't see the first time. Well, the, and I understand we had some malfunction the first time, but, well, yeah, but even still. There's a little bit of malfunction from it. But there's also, we went on a different track the second time. So even though you may have yeah. seen it the second time and not realized it the first time. It was a little different. It was different, so it may not have been there. Right. Um, you do have to look out because there's a lot of cameos and stuff that happen about it. I have to ask Mike Quinn if that's him in the attraction, if he's involved, if he was involved. Nine Numb does make an appearance. That's not a spoiler. It's just there. Um, it was cool. Brilliant 
brilliant attraction. Um, you know, hats off to the Imagineers that came up with that. You know, I, I have to say, though, like, if this is where rides are going in the future, and obviously we're seeing that, obviously. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it in a minute with Mickey and Minnie's uh, Railroad. Um, if these are where the rides are going in the future, all I could say is, wow. Like, we're, we're in for a treat. If it this almost is what... justifies the price of tickets nowadays. Well, I don't, wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I said almost. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I would definitely, I mean, it really, if this is if this is what our future of rides are going to be like, you're going to be definitely, you will not feel bad probably paying those price of tickets because it's going to make it worth it. And you know what to try to get, I mean, eventually when, when we can get off this virtual queue line and we can actually either get on a standby line Rise or something. To, to wane from the virtual queue. Now I think Remy's people done. will be doing it over and over and over again. I mean, obviously I, oh, well, I guess I, we'll segue into, uh, I think what, what we got off of that we did Smuggler's Run. We did the Smuggler's and Run after. I don't know if you heard the guy that we, when we were getting off the ride, the guy's like, oh, I got, like, four uh, extra episodes this time. And I am and I guess I got it from the fact that, obviously, he was uh, either either he was a cast member that f does it frequently or he's a pass holder and does it frequently, that there is probably a certain way to run that ride where you can get multiple um, extra scenes okay. if you're doing very well. So I thought that was interesting, He just hearing that, because I was like, oh, okay, so if you're doing well, it's going to keep going. It probably does shut off after so, after so long, but it'll give you a couple more scenes. So I didn't realize that. But then when I did go on it the second time, I did get, because, because we were doing so well, we did get one extra scene. So Oh, see, we did badly our second time. <laughs> and we got a different scene, but it was a lot shorter versus the, the first time around. So uh, I guess it depends on how bad or good you are. It depends on how it uh, how it ends. Um, I will say... Supposedly there's a secret way, that a secret storyline that you can get into. I, I haven't researched that to see if it pays any credence. But it... Um, it was an, That was an interesting ride. I, you know, like, I got to be the pilot. Um, and that was no easy feat by any means. I, I did the piloting the second time. And that yeah, that is quite challenging. Were you on the right or the left? I do, I was on the the right the same. Okay, so you were the same spot I yes. was. Oh, I just it was not an easy. Well, an I, easy, I couldn't easy get the thing to jump to light speed at first. It, it it does it automatically anyway, but I had trouble with the the light speed at first. My thing didn't drop down, or I was pulling the wrong ones. Um, but, but yeah, it was definitely it was because was, I was doing it the way they do in the movie. They pull all of them down, and, and that's not how it's, it's just the one handle the furthest one on the right that you pulled out no it was I did, left the first time around I did the engineer and that was I think probably the second easiest job the first easiest I think is the gunner because you just press the one button the whole time and at one point you have to press a different button for the harpoon uh, because our daughter was in the seat ahead of us and they said, press the other button and she's looking I had to reach over and I pressed it for her because it is timed Mm -hmm. And unlike Mission Space, your actions narrate the story. Where Mission Space, press the button or not, it, everything continues along. This takes it to the next level where you don't press something right, it, it is there's consequences. Um, as the engineer, basically anything that lights up next to you, you press it. 
<laughs> that, that, that's basically, there's a hundred buttons next to you, it lights up, you're pressing that. The faster you press it, the better it is for you, and the the, the more repair, the quicker you'd uh, repair the ship. So that, that is the key with the engineer part. Uh, it is easy, it, it's fun, it's easy. The downside to the engineer is you're not paying as much attention to the story that's happening in front of you. Because you're too busy looking at the board. You're too busy looking at the bu buttons on the wall. So you, you get this wonderful attraction. Everyone's having fun and you're staring at a wall of buttons that may or may not light up at some point. <laughs> With It all depends on how well your pod is doing or not doing. Depends on how many buttons you're going to get to press. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I was the gunner the second time around, um, so I don't really, I didn't get to go back there and see what the engineer was, but uh, yeah, I could see that, because at least with the gunner, I was still able to look forward, because really, I was you're just hitting that attention. one button, and then that one other extra button that, that does light You up. don't have to aim, you're just pressing the you're button. You're just pressing the button. And you, yeah. it, you, it, and it's not like there's a limit, there's a cooldown, there's nothing. You just keep rapidly pressing that button as yeah. fast as you I mean, it's, like I said, it's definitely a, like it's an interesting ride. I think it's a rough ride, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, I guess it's an, it was enjoyable. It's not, it's I didn't I don't know what you mean by rough. Well, I just all the jerking and everything uh, that it, that a it little did. Bit of shaking it, it was a little bit of shaking and stuff like it, that. It, so like it's like well, especially it, in the pilot seat, I think. Body wars rough. All right, no, no, it wasn't Body Wars, rough. Right. Body Wars, yeah. If, if, the, for the listeners that remember Body Wars, that, that was rough. That ride, that ride, to beat you up. Yeah, yeah. If, if people think Star Tours is rough, or Mission Space is rough, Body Wars was the mother yeah. of all. This. No, it wasn't that rough. Yeah. I just, like I said, I mean, it would definitely. I don't know if there's a way to research how to ride that ride. Oh, I ways. would definitely recommend doing that there's before you go because. It was rough, and I mean, not. I mean, well, like maybe I said, not your first time around. Let first time around experience it for what it is. Then maybe another time around. If you definitely all right. So here's the deal: if you're gonna go, just studios twice, right? So your first time, just go and do it. Then come home, maybe do your research a little bit before you go back and do it a second time. Cause that was, I don't know, it was definitely a rough ride, and I don't, I don't know. I think I would have enjoyed it more maybe if I kind of knew what I was walking into, and I think that was maybe the issue there i don't know i mean i thought it was fun it was real fun um we didn't die um our first time around or my second time around so I, you know I, I actually did i know you went back and did it um on your own and 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 you did crush your 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 plane well the, but there there's a point that um in the storyline that the, the millennium falcon does crash no matter how well you're doing there's a point that it's going to crash uh, it's just part of I think what's built into the storyline. The um, but uh, otherwise, the the beauty of the attraction isn't in so much the attraction itself. It's the theming of the area because mm. how they mm -hmm. how they have you kind of walk through um, this hangar bay of, mm -hmm. for lack of better terms. You have Hondo and Naka from Clone Wars and Rebels. Uh, who introduces himself and, and kind of sets up the whole mission, uh, voiced by Jim Cummings. Beautiful animatronic, does uh, very lifelike. So, and then you you walk through this kind of like a um, an airport, kind of the, like the 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 entrance way that you use to get onto an airplane. I forget the the technical name of the those walkways. 
but the the walkway that you would use to get onto an airplane, same thing that they have you to a hanger. Yeah, to get on into the the Falcon, even the the plates are buckled so that way when you step it feels like it, this old and just you know questionable type of area, and then you walk onto the Falcon itself, and that was just. Yeah, I, I just want to, you know, it's like Chewy, we're home. <laughs> it, it, it's, it is so special. I know, our kids wanted to actually sit there and actually play chess. They, they wanted to play, <laughs> the, to play the, Star the Wars chess. Um, it, it, turn it on, they turn it, I, it does, I can't turn it on, they have it turned off. It, it, yeah. it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. It's just a prop. It's just a prop. But it, it's so realistic. That it makes you think that it would actually work. And it, And it's just... You you are on the set. That you feel like you are on the set of the Millennium Falcon from the movies. It it is so so well detailed and just so you got the hallways and just everything is where it should be. Yeah, I mean it really. I mean it really was impressive. And then you it walk off it up to the cockpit, and again the the theming of it, it it's just everything looks right. The only thing missing from the the cockpit. Is his dice? <laughs> that, that, yeah. That's the only thing out there. <laughs> Chewy. And, well, and, you, and you get two extra seats because there's only four seats in the movie. There's six seats in this. Yeah. And um, but it, it's it, the attraction is what the attraction is. But I think what really makes that attraction is the theming of the Falcon, and the attraction is just a bonus. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it was cool. I mean, it was cool. It was definitely a cool experience. Um, and then we, obviously we went and did Star Tours as well. Yeah. Um, Star Tours which is always fun. Just fun. It was fun. Um, we actually got a new scene that I don't think I've seen before. Um, I don't remember at least anyway. Um, I know yes. we've done it multiple times, but I don't remember seeing that one. So that was. Yeah. We, we got a, a, a like different a, part. A different part. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then the kids got to build the plastic lightsabers at the at the, in the store so they were excited about the that. economical build your own lightsaber. build your own lightsabers that's been there for the longest time yeah the the, the 30 dollar job of you know with the retractable plastic tubes and the flashlights mm -hmm. led flashlights yeah um but they enjoyed that they enjoyed that that shop has some nice stuff i i i'm still kind of kicking myself that i didn't get the uh the wrecker mug from bad batch um for my for my tea, uh, sure. maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next time. Maybe next time. I know. What do you need another tea <laughs> mug for? But it's record. <laughs> it's bad batch. Um, and then uh, then we went over and we had lunch at uh, ABC Commissary, sorry. which was really good. Yeah, um, mobile order before they let you in. Yep, definitely mobile order before you go in. They will not let you in the building because it's an air conditioning sit down building. So you definitely but, need to mobile order, and they will not even let you in until the mobile order says it, it's, it's ready. ready. Um, Which so I don't <laughs> understand because it says, "My your food is ready. Uh, check in now for it to be prepared." <laughs> uh, whatever. I mean, so if I if you have to still prepare it, then it's not ready. Yeah. Well. Whatever. That, that, that's yeah. Just a little gripe. That, that's besides the point. Food was really good. Food was good. Food was good. No, we did commissary before Smuggler's Run because. Oh yeah, you ran and got the the. Dave and the, I want to go. Yeah. I actually get the um, the pass for there, and we saw the Falcon together, and um, that they had they had a bromance moment. Yeah, that, that was. <laughs> it. 
Well, Why the girls stayed behind? Uh, the girls stayed behind, got the food. The guys ran ahead and saw the falcon for the first time. And it, which, to be honest with you, I think the two of you needed to do that by yourselves and not have us <laughs> women staring behind you, going, "What are you crying for?" Um, but we, no, we did. We might have gone misty eyed, um, but it, it's and you get giddy, especially if you you. I mean, my first movie was Star Wars. The first movie I, I ever saw was Star Wars, and I used to watch it religiously on VHS. So to come around and to see the life-size Falcon just parked there, it's not the, it's not the most beautiful thing in the world. It's not the most amazing technologically or design thing, but it is, it is special. It is a sight. It is, it is a sight. It, it's kind of just, wow. Yeah. It, it, there it is. Yeah. It, it's something that it that only existed on screen. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was cool. It's now fully, fully there, life size in all of its glory. Right there, you can't touch the ship, but to be that close to it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It, it is. It is special. It, it is really cool. We found the hidden Millennium Falcon on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, yeah, several pictures, selfies later, and uh, <laughs> many, many pictures. Yep. Um, then we went back to met you girls at yep. the ABC commissary, which I have to say keeps upping their game with the food there. Yeah, definitely a, a much. Im We've eaten there in the past, and I will have to say it was definitely an upgraded version. Um, Even of the, the food. previous time that we ate there, I think two years ago. It was, um, again, stepped up from what... Well, we had dinner or something, I think, there the last time. Uh, we had something, and it was a much... It was a nicer experience. They, they keep trying to make it more of a nicer experience, not just a, another quick-serve area. Yeah, no, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I was a little I was a little iffy about it, but I, I actually turned out to like it. I just got a cheeseburger, but it was really... I mean, it was a sriracha cheeseburger, and it was really good, so I was I was happy. <laughs> I, I was starving, so it was, it was, I devoured it. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. Make sure to tune in for part two in our next episode. In the meantime, what is some of the stuff you'd like to do to help build up and for your planning to go to the parks? Let us know. Join in the conversation on Facebook. Our Facebook group is facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Also find us on Instagram at Disney Marvel's podcast, TikTok, at Disney Marvel's podcast and on the Twitter at Disney Marvel's. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we have been doing some live episodes. I will be bringing those back shortly. You can also leave a voice message through our Anchor app or anchor.fm website or record a message electronically on your laptop, phone, tablet, you name it, and email it along with any questions, suggestions, or anything that you have to say to us to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com Don't forget to also check out the Disney Marvels blog at DisneyMarvels.blogspot.com 
links to all these are in our show notes. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time you all have these days, especially kids are going back to school, full-time school, and everything's kind of changing in different directions than what we've been dealing with in the past year. And it's, it's a lot of change, a lot of things happening at once. Trust me, I know. It, that's why this episode's taking so long to, to come out. We've, we've been working on it for quite a while. So the fact that you've spent this time with us really means a lot to me. And I, I really appreciate it. If I could just ask one other favor, please go on to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating. You could just leave us a, a star rating or you can write a review. If you write the review, I'll even read it online, most likely. We have all five star reviews right now. I am truly blessed and honored. Thank you so much. Keep them coming because the more reviews that we get, the more Apple will do its job in trying to help promote the, the show. Or you could also promote the show itself. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, anyone that you know that's into Disney. Check out the Disney Marvel podcast. A lot of cool stuff going on there. Because the bigger the Disney family, the better. Won't believe in a big Disney family, so do I. Don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it. This way you always know when new episodes are posted. And also consider becoming a premium subscriber. Help the show out. Keep the lights on, as it were, and allow us to bring you more of this, you know, content. Not everything, unfortunately, is free. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash disneymarvel slash support. And you can also find our Patreon page, or find our Patreon page. And also check out our merchandise shop, where you can get yourself some free, or some fun, not free, fun Disney Marvel stuff. Links to all these are also in the show notes, because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, whatever troubles seem to be bothering you, whatever is weighing on you, you're not alone. And the first step is realizing you are worth it. There is something special inside of you. There is a light, this... this glow that people when they see it will know how special and wonderful it is let that light shine and take that first step if you need to ask for help be your own hero never give up never give in let the light shine for everyone now I'd like to end this show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. The important thing is the family. If you can keep the family together, and that's the backbone of our whole business, catering to families, that's what we hope to do. And that's from Walt Disney himself. Thank you again for listening, everyone, and I'll see you next time.